All right, we're here with another episode of The Map. Uh, the Map North of Podcasts. We've got our first ever guest right here, Brad I'm the, the Nomad. You were the first ever guest. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm honored and also intimidated, but let's do this. Yeah. All right, I'll pass it off to Matt over there. And Matt, you want to get the show started? I would love to get the show started. So first off, thank you everyone for tuning in. Those who are joining us again, those who are new, welcome. We have Brad the Nomad here, as Arthur had mentioned. And today we're going to talk a little bit about Brad's entrepreneur experiences, his company Migration Unlimited, and just some crazy, crazy stories. We've actually been through a lot together. Yeah. We almost died in the mountains. <laughs> Too much. Too much. <laughs> And, you know, we're, we're just going to have a good old chat. Uh, and then we got a fun, I, no, I should say I, I have a fun little game plan for, yeah. uh, it's going to be a little bit of Brad versus Arthur to see. <laughs> They're both really, really cool people. So we're going to see who the cooler, hipper one is. I'm interested to see what this game is about because yeah. I, 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 I have you, no prior knowledge of what this is. I gave you a little hint, but uh, he, Arthur's been sick. You have the advantage here. I have no idea. Yeah, Arthur's been sick the last couple of days, so <laughs> now Arthur, you, you're just trooping through this. I know you. I know you're not feeling great right now, but just stay sharp. You still look good, though. You do look good. Yeah, it's the. Uh, it's, not as good as your wedding day, but it's, the, it's close. It's the close drugs. Second. It's the Advil. Yeah, it's the Advil. It's, it's good the stuff. drugs. All right, all right. So, Brad, tell us so a little Matt. bit. So, you have a company called Migration Unlimited. Yeah. We want to hear a little bit about that company. What is it? What does it do? For those people who don't know what it is, give a little explainer. Yeah. So Migration Limited is a company I started a few years ago, actually two years ago in May. Um, I basically started it because I wanted to give extreme sport athletes uh, an avenue of guidance and sort of a, a training academy to better themselves in their in their careers and in their life. And I, I noticed a, a big need for it in my career. I never really had anybody to show me kind of the, the guidelines of the the sort of a roadmap to follow of how to be successful or what not to do or what to do and basically just share my experience and my knowledge in the in the, the physical side and the physiology side and as well as the as the uh, the day-to-day um sort of endeavors of of extreme sport hey it sounds sounds pretty rad yeah sounds it's, pretty so rad far, it's been pretty fun <laughs> nice you know there's one thing that you had told me and you said you know pick pick whatever you want to do Mm-hmm. put money aside and go and do that thing yeah. so migration i take it is that project for you yeah sort of well actually for those of, the, of you that know who us three are and we ran track together in university i sucked at that but uh, these guys are pretty good so i sort of followed them in their endeavors and uh, i met arthur who i knew was a photographer and we started a company called migration media um, basically on the heels of a, of a ski film that we did based with all Saskatchewan people. And uh, from that, I started Migration Unlimited, which is a, obviously the company you know now. But it kind of all started with you guys, which is the coolest part for me is coming back home and being like, holy shit, this is the, this is the crew that I, that I started this whole thing with. And, um, yeah, it just sort of blossomed into that the next endeavor of, of what I wanted to do. But it, it was off the heels of what you guys helped me create. So it's a, it's a pretty cool experience. I definitely have to say so. When we, when I was, I was also on that uh, migration media trip where basically went to Whistler, and how the story goes is, we were Saskatchewan kids out to make a ski film, (laughs) and myself, Arthur, and a few other of us, like we've never been to the backcountry, we've never gone skiing or anything, and we learned very fast that. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe you have, should have some experience in yeah. uh, skiing, snowboarding, backcountry before you go and decide to film it. But yeah. you know, with all that being said, I, I still tell this that story to this day. Yeah, and looking uh, back, it was probably a bad idea. But uh, what the hell, we're here now. I had it. You know, at the time, it was very stressful, but there was a lot of high points, a lot of fun points. Yeah. So that's, that's what draws it back to the mountains every time. Yeah. I won't do it again. <laughs> Uh, he did do it again. He came mountain biking with us. Well, yeah. I mean, that was something different. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it was good. It was a good experience. It was... Uh, it was... Um, the Exodus trip was good. It was good to see what the, the world out there is like. Uh, so it was a learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. In the... <laughs> as a poster child of a learning curve, was that? Yeah. I thought we got lucky in a lot of areas, yeah. but... Um, the highlight for me was just being up on that ridge like at what i don't know six o'clock in the morning there's nothing yep. but like it's so quiet and, and and the sun's just coming up and it's just like i mean yeah my body was hurting but now one moment we just stopped just to, to just let it soak all down it's like yeah we uh spend so much time out in the cold hours just for that that was it's pretty cool uh, yeah, being up on that ridge at six o'clock in the morning with fifteen minutes of sleep from the night before. We slept outside <laughs> in tents. We yeah. slept outside in tents. Yeah, yeah, like was... like crazy people. We were crazy people. <laughs> the last time Arthur hey, and I hey, went to the mountains. Easy. The last time Arthur and I went to the mountains, we, we were making fun of people who were sleeping in a tent on top of the mountain. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think it was anywhere near as cold. Actually, it was it was cold up there that time. Yeah, that was cold. That yeah. that uh yeah. yeah. Fairly lucky with the weather actually. It wasn't too crazy. Yeah. It was we, cold, but it wasn't Yeah, it was bluebird. It was Bluebird, it was blue, yeah, which, was, which was great. Like, we didn't have any visibility issues because yeah. Um, that, yeah. That Usually on Bluebird day, though, it's colder than if it's you know, storming or snowing heavily. I don't know anything about that, so I can't even comment. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Same here. <laughs> put it into perspective, we went camping, winter camping on a couple of, we do it all winter, but the, the coldest I've ever experienced was about three months ago. It was like minus 30, and there's three of us in one tent, and it was... Like you think Exodus is miserable? You should have been on this trip. It was like next level. I couldn't feel your extremities so cold. I'd be taking but. middle spoons so fast. <laughs> I don't like to be cold. Yeah, once we make three guys, is a is an interesting time. But we lived. So, do you do a lot of outdoor stuff for you, uh, with your company? Yeah, we do a lot of uh, team bonding trips and a lot of just times people will want an experience and they come out and hang out with us and. Usually we, we don't take people like, we don't do what we do with Exodus, where there's a lot of inexperienced people sort of just like throwing them into the fire, so to speak. It was, now it's more people who are, you know, fairly advanced skiers or mountain bikers, and we, they want to experience a, a new zone that, we, that we're familiar with, and we're definitely no guys by any means, but it's, uh, now that we have, you know, 10 years or so of experience out there, we, we know the areas fairly well, and we'll bring people camping with us, or they want to go touring, and as long as they have the, the experience in the backcountry, we'll... Uh, pretty much take anybody on so yeah we sort of provide the experience of that next level of of uh, crazy and experience what's the staple what's the staple of your work like what do you do mostly for work like for migration yeah now it's mostly the training for motocross is the sort of the, the meat and potatoes of the business training uh, a lot of these young young athletes mostly mostly younger guys but uh, we got a few girls on the on the circuit that are that are killing it and uh it's just been a an awesome experience working with them and trying to get them better in their sport and to improve their their physical state and on the bike so that's kind of the meat and potatoes of it and you know i I gotta say you're a hard guy to keep track of like you're you're just out like you're in cal it's a california florida you're in 
Uh, both, actually, in the last month. Well, there you go, both. You're all over the place. Like, I don't, well, they I call don't, him Brad the Nomad for a reason. That is true. Always traveling. Yeah. You know, one story that I always tell people about you... Um, so when you, oh, so Brad, no, no, it's, it's a good story. It's, it's actually, it's, it's quite inspiring on uh, how much you're dead. So Brad used to be a very, very, very good road biker. And, uh, My former life. Yeah. But still, you, you know, you went out there, you killed it. And before you actually made it on a team, you used to live out of your Pontiac Vibe, which you still have. It has yeah. about like what? 1 million K on it. Yeah. The vibrator, yeah. <laughs> which, which has about 1 million K on it now, I think. Yeah. yeah it's getting up there. You used to travel, you went to the States and you traveled from race to race, living out of your vehicle yeah. with your bike. Basically yeah. your bike was what you slept with every single night. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. first girlfriend. Can you, like, I don't. I, and realistically, probably my only, my only love in, in life. Like that's, true love. That carbon fiber, <laughs> what, what did it weigh? A total of 10 Sex pounds? Yeah, 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 around there. It was light. But no, that is a, just an expir- that's an inspiring story. Thanks, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, looking back on it, it was a pretty, yeah. Well, I mean, really, not much has changed <laughs> in terms of the, the dirt bag aspect, but it's a, it was a wild time when I was, you know, 17, 18. I had no money, like literally no money. And I was like, well, I have to, if I want to do this for a living or I want to try to make a go of this, this is how we, uh, how I can do it. Cause I wasn't going to ask money from my parents or, or anybody else. And it was just kind of all I knew. So like, this is what we have to do. This is what we have to do. And looking back, it was actually probably the simplest time of my life and probably the most, uh, the most accomplished I've ever felt in, in the athletic world. Good for you. Uh, I'm just saying if I was living probably the second night I lived out of my vehicle, I would probably say, mom, dad, <laughs> yeah, come get me money, please. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't in the winter, luckily. It was in the spring, but it was still... Yeah, it was daunting. You're, you're racing for uh, for food at that point, not just, you know, to make a living. It's like, we have to do well at this race so I can... You take an extra handful of power gels at each race. <laughs> yeah, I can afford to eat the next couple of days. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting time. It puts a lot of things in life into perspective in terms of the struggle and suffering. It's like, well, there's really nothing else in front of you other than the objective, which is, like, right there. So I think a lot of us get lost in that part of life now it's uh, we live too much in the fear and then the future and the past and that was that that, that forces you to pull it all away and just be right there for yeah. sure so i don't know are you guys ready to switch gears a little bit like not not for the game yet but i, I just want i want you to talk a little bit yeah. about um your entrepreneur like what you've what you've learned as an entrepreneur <laughs> sure yeah you know since from you know what it was migration media now yep. to turning into migration unlimited mm-hmm. are we cool to switch gears Knowledge ready, man. Yeah, go for it. All right. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, talk about maybe some of the mistakes you made entrepreneurially. Is that the right word? Entrepreneurially? Yeah. 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 And then talk about the successes or things you've done right. Yeah. So, I guess when you look at from the the first days of it, it was just inexperience. It's like, yeah, this is a great idea. This sounds super fun. Like, shit, let's let's give give this thing a go. And nobody teaches you how to do your own taxes, how to do book work, how to budget, how to, you know, go to the bank and be like oh i'm gonna start this business like let's do this so when i first started it that was the biggest in terms of the overwhelming factor it was huge for me because i never had i never done any of that stuff it's like yeah it's a great idea that's what i want to do for my for my living my livelihood let's just let's just do this and uh yeah so it was the first year you're like well there's a lot more money involved in this than i thought there's a lot more bills to pay there's a lot more responsibility there's a lot more logistics in terms of like traveling and budgeting and like you have you're responsible for riders and you're responsible for like you have to provide a good product and all this sh- shit that they don't teach you kind of might let the swear on this thing i want to be okay. go ahead we can always we can always mark it as explicit uh before we upload it so people know okay so it's cool yeah. 
It's cool. Okay, good. No, I think it's cool. It's I mean, cool. It's just I'm yeah. Not, I'm not yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a potty mouth, but I'm not gonna potty mouth. Not swear ever. So um, for the viewers, they're yeah. they're upset with that, but that's just how it is. You um, be you. Yeah. So the but anyways the yeah the biggest learning curve was like okay you have to you're responsible now for everybody especially if you have employees or you have staff or anybody that's involved with building this this business based on how you want to build it you're responsible for all of that. So even if I give someone responsibility to do whatever it is, whatever task, I'm ultimately accountable for that. So it was a big, uh, it was an ego check because you think that you're, sometimes you think you're the shit, sometimes you think you're like, you know, the smallest little piece of the puzzle and you're getting, you know, squashed on every day. But in the end, it's uh, it's your thing, it's your baby, it's your your livelihood and uh, you have to make a go of it somehow. And it's uh, the responsibility thing was huge for me and it was a, a big learning curve in my life just the time of life that I, or the time of my life that I was in and the and the learning curve that happened all sort of coexisted and it was just like a big wave of emotion and, and trial and error and yeah you feel a lot but you also learn from the failures and here we are if you had to start over what's the one thing you'll change right now I think it would be uh, taking it a little slower initially the first year it was sort of uh, like during the headlights like oh holy crap like this is a this is a, an animal now you're creating and it's like how do how do I like, I like when you have no experience in in business and you come from like I came from a farming and racing background so I like to teach you how to farming is a little bit business oriented but like when you're just working as a farm hand basically which is what I was doing it wasn't like you were like oh this is how you run a business this is how you you know file things this is how you like budget for trips and all this stuff I just I just did it so that was the biggest learning curve I would have taken a step back and been like okay I'm not gonna try to recruit a bunch of people here I'm just gonna try to like make a really good quality product that I know that I'm, I'm good at doing uh, and then work with those few people rather than try to branch out and try to make a bunch of things happen because it just gets a little overwhelming and stressful at the time and yeah that's the biggest thing yeah. I, I, I definitely changed. I definitely think the financial thing is uh, is something that everyone struggles with too yeah, sure. I mean, myself included that was one of the biggest things when yeah. I when I started to start my own company was financials oh. mm-hmm. understand that I need an accountant yep. and I, you know I probably I'm not the person who's ever gonna have kids but one thing that and I, I told my parents this day I'm like why didn't you guys just teach me more about yeah. money and like you know like why the hell have they teach you stuff in high school is like a prerequisite like well, you need to learn this that's, that's, that's a bigger problem that's a problem with the system they yeah. That's. I mean, there's two things that are guaranteed in life: death and taxes. Yeah. And yeah. they teach you how to have a long, healthy life in school. They have health studies and all that stuff, but they don't tell you how to do your taxes. You can always run away to like a foreign country and or just like travel <laughs> yeah. all the time. So you never yeah. send one. You what's your home no address? Money and then you're you're good. What's your What's your home address? The vibe. Yeah. <laughs> the vibrator. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's crazy. It's the same thing, you know, with me. Just yeah, the taxes and all that stuff. Yeah, it's still you know. It's daunting sometimes. And you know, it's it's crazy. Like, I mean, yeah. So I took business in school and and yeah, in in university, and we talked a little bit about you know taxes. But I mean, it's um, it's like every tax season I learn something new. It's like, oh crap, yeah, all right, I'm gonna do this next time. Yeah. And then the next time you go, I was like, oh crap, well, okay, I'm gonna do this next time. And it's just, it's always something. I was learning yeah. something, and I guess that's being an entrepreneur. Like, you know, it never stops. You always learn, and you try to learn from your mistakes. But I mean, yep. I felt like if you didn't know this stuff, start no, right? My parents were, you know, I'm from a different place anyways yeah. like yeah. like 
the only taxes we pay we pay growing up uh, was I think just property tax yep. and like on the island because uh, you know, our island the Caribbean it was um, yeah you pay property tax uh, every s- every six months I think or something like that you pay property tax but then um, I guess how the government made money is like they just charge you uh, duties yeah. because we have to import everything we, we don't we don't have any crops you don't have any farms yeah. nothing we like we have to import everything so everything comes in through the through the port and fruit vegetables food yeah. lumber all that stuff they just talk, charge you duties and tariffs and all that stuff so taxes like when you go to the store and it says oh yeah this thing costs five dollars you're paying five dollars yeah hmm. right that that goes straight in the pocket of whoever is selling it. so come in here and then you know you gotta you know you gotta collect tax you gotta pay tax you gotta pay income tax you gotta learn about the percentages and all that stuff I mean it's it's something you learn every time and yeah. I think that's um, that's something that I think everybody should uh, yeah whether you want to get an accountant or just get a good friend get somebody that's been in business for a while that can Connor help Bloom. you Connor Bloom's accountant now yeah get Connor Bloom in there and he'll uh, he'll help you out Connor Bloom that actually <laughs> is good good advice name dropping Connor Bloom yeah. Connor Bloom if you're listening yeah he's yeah he's not a yeah. Every He's Connor, Connor, if you're listening to this, which I hope you do one day, every He's time. He's hanging out this later, so you better be listening. Every time in the last year I've invited you out, you never come out. And I just, <laughs> it bothers me. And, uh, He's a bit makes of a dick sad. sometimes, but I mean, he's a good guy. Connor Bloom. Pretty good guy. Pretty good guy. Yeah. Pretty good guy. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. We're just kidding, Connor. You're a good guy. Come out more. Yeah. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite, my favorite. Okay, so background story on Connor Bloom. Connor Bloom was a track athlete. Uh, that's where we know him from. Uh, he competed for the Cougars five years. Anyways. Little man syndrome. He's a short guy. I mean, not short, but I mean, he's he's not a tall guy. <laughs> he makes up for it in his uh, personality. He's, pre- he's pretty. He's pretty. He's pretty fast. He's pretty fast. He's fast. He's fast. Uh, but yeah, cool. uh, we went to nationals in Toronto, and uh, yeah, Connor Bloom went to nationals as like uh, a leg on the relay team. <laughs> and um, fa- favorite story. Favorite story. Uh, yeah. So relays are the first day. They go off. I think Connor Bloom was like on the third or third leg. Anyways, the uh, our leadoff guy um, pulled his hamstring, and then a guy on the second lap dropped the baton. So Connor Bloom never got to run. He went all the way to Toronto. He warmed up, but he never got to run. He was just warmed up for the after party. And yeah, I guess. But anyways, next day to go to the mall, and you know Nike has these printed tees, like one leg I'm wearing now. No. So. Uh, Uphill both ways. Nice. Yeah, so this is what I'm wearing now. So anyways, <laughs> we're in the, like, the Nike outlet, and they pick up a, a, a T-shirt, and it says, Not running sucks. <laughs> Took a picture of it and sent it to, to Connor Bloom. <laughs> I think he uh, found the outlet the next day and bought the T-shirt. But um, yeah, Connor Bloom, good guy. Good guy. Funny story about that. I uphill just, both. I just sent him a message saying, like, listen to the podcast. He's like, I don't even <laughs> That's funny. Funny story about uphill both ways. That's yeah. that's how my scared. grandma used to walk to school. He's scared. <laughs> He's scared. <laughs> you want to know? So my favorite story about CIs, since we're off the map already. And yeah, never made it there, but yeah, give well, her. <laughs> it, it was so. This was after I was done competing, and there's um, one guy who was just 
he gave a lot to the team, and it was he just wanted to really let loose last year. And a lot of them, they went to the strippers, and they yeah. ended up with this fake. It was like a, like it was two fake boobies. Oh, but like yeah. no, they're like Heard bouncy ball yeah. sort of things. Oh yeah. And uh, anyway, some they ended up being tossed off the roof of like this. Like that was just I, I, in yeah, the, how big was that building? It was like it was like thirty floors. <laughs> Anyways, it was high, and uh, we had one guy at the bottom videotaping it. Bounced yeah. so high, and it survived. The bravest yeah. titty you oh, yeah. you ever saw. If you're getting fake titties. Get those ones. Well, good ones. I mean, that's quality control. Right there. Just to drop some facts here, you know, uh, breast implants. Uh, you could run. You could drive or like a four by four over them, and they'll be fine. I'd like to test this. Yeah. Don't ask me how I know that. Just random what, facts. What are they made out of? Silicon or something? I don't know. Just like, I don't know. Bulletproof something. Wow. Um, uh, <laughs> Garrett says somebody's the slowest guy on a team, or so they heard. Hey, Garrett, what's up? <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's jump back on a map. Let's jump, <laughs> let's jump back on a map. I'm going to send it over to you, Matt. Before what do, you got for us? Before we do jump, I, I, so I, I made the stool I'm sitting on, and it literally just lost a nut. So if I collapse during this podcast, you hear a big bang, you'll know what it is. All right, hold on to your nuts, Matty. Hold on to my nuts. Yeah, I'll do my best. All right, you know, I, I think we're about time. We're at, we're like pretty much 20 minutes into this podcast. Right. You think it's time for the game round? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. What the hell it is? But let's yeah, do it. Let's All do right. It. So as I was saying before, I pulled up a little uh, website, and basically mm. we're gonna see who's the hipper cooler of you two. Oh shit for uh, sure and be- i don't do hip and i don't do cool so oh, no no wait so so i pulled up parent24.com and it has a list of uh words kids are using nowadays so i'm gonna give you oh, the word right. i'm gonna give you the word <laughs> okay. and then you guys oh, you guys you gotta say so before you can say anything you gotta you gotta you gotta go beep and whoever beeps first beep. gets to gets to give their guess what it is if you guess right you get a point okay okay um yeah. yep all right you guys ready yeah yep we're gonna start with an easy one Bougie. Beep. Go ahead. It's like rich, famous, really uh, like Kardashian. Bougie. It's like it's like nice. Too nice. Close. Like I feel like I should give it to <laughs> I you. I give the exact definition. No, no. You know that it's like super, super nice, like rich. Well, so someone who enjoys nice, good taste. Someone who enjoys the lavishness, traveling and things like so yeah, that's right. Okay, point for Brad. Point for Brad. Friggin' right. Alright, alright. Here's a, here's a, here's gonna get a bit harder now. <laughs> Clap back. What? Clap back. Beep. Go ahead. That's like uh, liking a tweet or something, or like responding. No, is, that no. girl, is that girl shaking her ass? Nah, you guys ah, are both wrong. So a clap back is actually when you get like insulted or called out, and then you you beat them back. According to here, oh, respond like, being called like out. Ass shaking. So like, yeah. say you say no. something, you call me a loser. I'm gonna clap back at you and be like, you know, you're double loser. <laughs> you're double loser. Ooh. Garrett says a clapback is a comeback. Yeah, comeback, right? Which Garrett is this? Bowen? Yep, Garrett. Maybe I, wow, he's actually watching this. Oh, this Garrett. is one I've never heard. Okay, this is going to be a hard one if you guys can get this. Right. So, okay, Dizaddy. Dizaddy? D- no, D Z A D D Y. So it's like daddy, but with a Z. Dizaddy. D- oh, okay. BB. Arthur. Like a, like a sugar daddy or something. Not quite, not quite. Okay. Would you like to give it a shot? Like a pimp. I don't know. Yeah, that's like the only thing I could come it's, up with. It's a really good looking dude, is what this says. Yeah, that. Yeah, what a dizaddy. Holy shit. Oh, Which is okay. kind of. We're getting old. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is above my. Uh, <laughs> no, this I, is above my pay grade. Yeah, I'm above my life experience. Okay, okay. Well, well, go ahead. I'm going to do, do four more. 
Okay, we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna go with an easier one this time. All right, all right. Yeah. Goat. Oh, I think Arthur got that. <laughs> I mean, it's greatest of all time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come okay. on. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. By the way. <laughs> oh, come on. No. No. <laughs> no. I got a good Gronk. One. Gronk. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think you have to use him instead. Okay. MJ. I think Gronk. Federer. I think Gronk is just starting his career. Actually. What? He, oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he's just starting his career. He's gonna be on the internet all. He's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna be on the internet a lot, a lot. I feel. Anyways, Gronk. is is I think he has a monster named after him. It's called like Monster Energy Gronk. Well, he's, he's part of the Monster Army, I think. Oh, is he? So that's. Like I don't that. watch much football, so like no, you're... he's part of the Monster Energy like crew, like. Huh. So and he's not even a. He's not even an extreme sport athlete. And now he has a Gronkster. I can Monster see him being Gronk. in Space Jam 2 or 3 or however many they're going to make. Uh, he, looks, he, he looks like he, he looks like a monster, yeah. <laughs> yeah he he's looks, a big blue dude in, uh, yeah. in the original. Yeah, I can see Gronk being in Space Jam. I love yeah. Gronk. Yeah. The best part about Gronk is when he misinterpreted or misspelled <laughs> Minneapolis or mispronounced it. Minneapolis. What an idiot. What an idiot, but man, he played football. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Next one. So these are going to get a bit harder now. So if you want me to use them in a sentence, neither you can get it, you can ask me to. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the next one is guap. <laughs> guap? Guap. 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 That's it's so it's G, it's spelled G U A P but pronounced guap. G W O P. Oh, we got Connor Bloom in the uh, yeah <laughs> on, on the live stream. He says you're trash. All oh, you're trash. Oh, wait, wait, hang no. on, hang on. So Garrett says uh, T Bar is a <laughs> is a Dizzati. <laughs> so we gotta start. I know what that okay, is now. Get Thank you. I don't even know what a T Bar is. We gotta no, talk I'm about. I'm T Bar. You never heard. Yeah. Well, okay, we'll, pa- we'll pause this because this is this yeah, is we honestly gotta, we gotta here. this is the most embarrassing moment of my twenties. This is the funniest moments in my twenties. Okay. Which is so most of my life basically. Oh. So Matt, so we we're in Fernie. We're filming a commercial for migration, actually. Yeah. Which is the premise of the trip. Yeah. My brother was there. Those of you who don't know my brother, you're lucky. But anyways, he's there. Garrett's there. Riley's there. Ten, like there's there's like ten of us. And Matt's not a. I wouldn't say he's like a advanced level skier, snowboarder, but he gets down the hill. Yeah, I pick. I stick to the bunny hill. Yeah, he's a photographer. So we hired to do the photography. <laughs> Take the pictures. So we come to this zone that's like, okay, I know there's a T-bar coming up. T-bar is a, it looks like a T, and it's connected to a cable that drags you up the mountain, usually in steeper... I'm sure people know what it is. If, if you don't yeah, know what it is, T-bar. Go, if you never skied, use Google images. Google it. It's called a T-bar. So Matt, so we come down, and we're on this zone. We're not supposed to be skiing down. It's, You're already it's, not telling it right. Matt's a trusting, trusting guy. <laughs> I say, come down this way. Follow me. And I go this is a t-bar we can't be on this run because there's people coming up you never said that i know i didn't because i was ahead of him so i just duck in the trees with my friends and say i don't want any part of this because i know matt's gonna get in trouble because he's coming down this last and everyone is going like fucking slow down like stop stop spraying us with snow so we duck in the trees and we just watch matt come down I think there's what probably 200 people. No, in this thing. I'm I'm carving down beside like it's it's really close. So there's like maybe two meters worth of room. Besides, it's like <laughs> people going up the T bar. I'm like, this is so unsafe. There's a hundred people, like a hundred people going up. I'm like, why would they let? Why would they put a run here? This is so stupid. I'm, I'm scared I'm gonna wipe out. Then all of a sudden I'm realizing like I shouldn't be here because everyone's yeah, like no. like 50 people all at once are just shaking their heads yeah, at like, me. <laughs> it was just like one, and it was all like in sync almost. It's like the disappointed parents, like Matt's going, sorry. 
Sorry. Yeah, I said that. Sorry. Each person sorry. is weaving in sorry. between. Sorry. And then, sorry. And then sorry. I actually, no, I didn't weave. I weaved at the very bottom to get to the other side of the T-bar. So, so I actually went, went like, you know, I intersected the T-bar. And then the guy who's running the T-bar lift looks at me. He's like, there's 2,000 acres to ski yeah. on this resort. And you pick this one. <laughs> you pick the one run you're not I'm so sorry. I'm so, sorry I'm, I'm so embarrassed. And then the people, so we actually, so we, we snowboard skied down there to meet some people. And we went to the top and we're like, do you guys see that idiot? Who's <laughs> yeah. going down beside? I'm like, that's me. So that's how I got my nickname, T Bar. Yeah, T Bar for life. He's forever T Bar now. There's no uh, Matt Johns <sighs> is gone. Matty Ice gone. It's T Bar now. Oh. My okay. I gotta tell one more story about that trip. <laughs> this is okay. I went from a very low moment to a very high moment. We're, we're at the we're at the uh, par- uh, party later. I think it was that night. And uh, bar, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone wanted the band, or at least your brother wanted the band to play Freebird. So he was just in the middle of the dance floor. He was that guy yelling, Freebird, play Freebird. And then finally, last song of the night, the band says, No, we're not playing Freebird. And they ended up playing, like, just a small town girl. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. After we had screamed it at them for two hours yeah. or more. So there's probably like 13, 15 of us in this group, like a big circle, doing one of like the back and forth. And we're yep. singing Freebird like a bunch of drunk yeah. losers. We just Free said, Screw the band. We're, we're singing our own song now. Yeah. And then I don't know what came over me. There's a, like, just a quiet, like in both songs where they just like lined up perfectly, <laughs> where it's just silence. And then I also popped in my head, I'm like, Somebody once <laughs> Everybody sang along. I think yeah. we got like another ten or like fifteen people that yeah. joined in singing Smash Mouth. Not like us that night. No, and no. it went we, from we like took over the bar. It went from start to end. Everyone loves Shrek. That's really everyone loves that soundtrack. Yeah. All right, we're off. If the you mat. don't love it, you're gonna start singing it. <sighs> you thank Cole for that one. Yeah. Wonderful times. Okay, yeah. we gotta get back. I want to get back to this game. Yeah, let's do it. Let's okay, do it. Guap. You guys didn't understand what Guap is. Guap. I don't know. No? Do you want to use in a sentence? Guap, yeah, use in a sentence. Guap. Look at all this guap. Look at all this guap. Too far like away from guacamole? No. No, no, no. Like, look at all this bling. Like, oh, wait, guap. yeah, you just said look at all this money. Yeah, money, lots of it. Sorry. I had, I was... I win. Yeah, you did win. Oh, okay. But you yeah. also didn't buzz in. Okay, we're, we're going to do two more. We're going to do two more. Okay. And then we're going to... We're going to shut her down. I think talking right. to C-3PO or something right now, or... What's the guy from Star Star Wars? He just goes bloop, bloop, bloop. CP3O or something? Yeah, that guy. He has a cool mic, so I got the I got the space shuttle enterprise here. Oh, I like okay. Skr skr. Skirt skr? Skr skr. It's all you, man, I don't know. Like scram? You know, I honestly I can't even use this in a sentence. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, the definition, here's what it says. It says skr skr. Could be a person, a style. An aesthetic, a type of music, and for some, a way of life. <laughs> Kids yeah, these days are just no weird, man. I don't know what that is. He, yeah, I don't know. Never heard of it. Huh. Next. Yeah, next. All right. Okay, I'm going to ask you next. Thank you, next. Okay, thank you, next. Okay, I'm going to do two more because I like this one. And there's the last one I just wanted to keep. Okay, so yeah. this one's small. What? Small. Small? Yeah. Like a person, the person who's not swole, they're, they're small. They're smaller, like they're kind of like you, Matt. It's it, like it's, jacked but subtly jacked. Uh, it's not. It's it's like skinny jacked. You're, you're close, like but you're runner. being you're being too specific. Be small and modest. Yeah, it just means small. Small <laughs> means small. I'm gonna take that as a win. Small, small. That's small. Okay. Small. What's wrong with small? I don't. Is there wrong Ask with the it? kids that's, nowadays. That's what it is. Ask the kids. <laughs> All right. Here's the very last one. And skinny jacked. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. Eat. 
Yeet. Yeet. Oh, beep. Eat. No, yeet. Like, yeet, yeet. I know, but I'm just saying, that's what kids yeet, do, right? Yeet, yeet. Why? <laughs> yeah, Y-E-E-T. It doesn't mean to eat. Is that what I you feel, said? I yeah, that was my real, answer. Oh. real old hearing this stuff, so I have no idea. And here's the, here's the kicker. I actually, I've been trying to figure out what yeet means. <laughs> and I was actually watching this. Like, I came across this video. For a week. I came across this video, and they're like, yeet. What does it mean? They're like, eat is eat. <laughs> eat is eat. What? But if the, the, the biggest that I took on here, like, it's... So this is a very complex and versatile word that can be used in pretty much every context. Example one, see you later. Yeet. Are kids getting dumb? Example these days? two, like example really dumb. That sounds really dumb. I'm, I've been trying to use it. I can't use it properly. Example two, yeah, do you hey, do you want an apple? Yeet. Example three, the state of this economy though. Yeet. Yeah, it's really stupid. Yeah, yeet. The yeet is yeet. Today, that's stupid. Like I thought it was to like throw right yourself now. off something. Right. Like, I just yeeted. You know what? You know what? <laughs> All the kids today need to get off of friggin' Instagram and Snapchat and go read a book. Or listen to our podcast. Yeah, that too. That wouldn't even help because then they gotta be on a phone Just or stop something. Stop listening to your stupid go read a, they, need to go, they need to go read a book. Yeet. Or something. What did we say when we were in uh, high school? I used to say dope a lot. Like, I still do. I used to say choice dope. a lot. That's choice. Dope. Looking back, really stupid. Rad, What's choice? You have a choice. No, it's choices like it's something's wicked, something something's rad or fun or, or awesome. Yeah. Is there something that you said, Arthur? Like a cool word that no one. Uh, I just said, awesome. 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 That was it. That one's pretty stock <laughs> now, though. That's a pretty. That's pretty stock word. My grandma used to say awesome. I used to. I tried to make minty a thing once. Minty. 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 Like, yeah, like minty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. But choice, like, what was I thinking? I say sugar a lot. You do sugar. say sugar. Like sugar. You no, do say just, sugar. just sugar. 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 It's a good alternative for shit. <laughs> I thought that meant like sweet. That's yeah, sweet. That's oh, but when you're, when you're like, oh, sh-, and then like you're in front of like, oh, just, you do say just, that. Uh, oh, sugar. He said a lot of Exodus. Yeah. Oh, oh, sugar. Sugar. Gosh, sugar. sugar. My, my favorite alternative <laughs> to shit was always uh, shiitake mushrooms. You'd always like, because yeah, you still yeah. say it. You're like, oh, shiitake mushrooms. Yeah, Falcon ah. Lake. Talking For like, a while, you say like all oh, French. Not okay. French. Not oh, French. French. Like, that's his Not name. Fire truck. He's got to drop it. Just, just drop it. Oh. I'm not gonna say because it's your podcast, but you got to drop it. No, I can't. Swear, yes, swearing's not nice. I mean, everybody swears. Oh, so, it's so, so it's even better when you could just replace a swear word with something that's not a swear word. That shows you're you're geared. You're putting in a lot of effort not to swear. I say friggin' a lot. The yeah. East Coast friggin'. We used to have a, um, I, I'm not much to go to like church or anything, but I remember there was this pastor, his name was Rick. So it was Father Rick and he handed out pens that said FR Rick. So it said Frick on it. <laughs> I thought it was just the funniest Frick. thing as a kid. Frick. It is the Father thing. Rick. Father Rick. Frick. Oh yeah, I've been to church. Um, oh yeah, take you to church. Take me to church. Oh think, gosh, uh, never seen. What's the... What's the Kaleo or Kaleo or how do you say his name? Who? The artist who had a song that says "Take Me to Church." Oh, T- "Take Wait. Me to Church." Yeah, I, I don't know. I know the song. Kaleo. That's definitely not yeah. him. Great voice. Great voice. Yeah. No. No, actually, I got lost one time in church when I was in I was living in Italy, and uh, we rode to this this church. This like, it wasn't a church. It was a museum. No, it was, it was like churches, churches are museums, aren't they? Huh? It was like is a one of those big cathedrals. That yeah, that was a museum. They give tours. Yeah. No, no, man. This is not. This is like Sunday mass. This is like Sunday at noon. Oh, okay. In in Rome, 
Yeah. And we rode up. It was pouring rain on our road bikes and our tidy whities and our spandex. I'm like, I just want to get, like, some water, like, going to a place where it's not pouring rain. Because we were just on a recovery ride. Like, we don't know where we are. We're lost. Like, coming to this thing, and it's like, holy shit, this is, like, this is Sunday Mass Church in Rome, Italy. For all the religious people out there, I apologize, but I don't know the what one it was. But it was, like, this is intense. So we're just going to sit here in the back and pretend we're not here. But they wouldn't let us leave. Hmm. So like, we walked in, opened the big fucking massive you know wooden doors like come on in uh and then our, our little chains you know, go on you know, like, like, like in our in our little shoes and stuff and in our spandex i'm like oh we should not be here but you can't leave at that point because it's disrespectful so we're sitting there listening to whatever they're saying and the, and the priest comes around and they <laughs> they're full on talking to us like we're you know part of the like you're part of their 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 service and we had no idea what was going on that was kind of to invite you in though you know, Becky and I interrupted actually um, a it was church intense, service. I, was like, I felt really uncomfortable because I didn't know what to do. Hmm. Especially being Hispanic and you can see all your. Like, oh, you're not, you you're don't, not Jewish. You don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> you I, definitely don't belong here. Becky and I actually interrupted a church service once by accident. So in Cochrane, we didn't. So we were there on holidays visiting her. Cochrane, that's uh, almost as, as intimidating as Rome. We were visiting her uh, sister and brother in law. Yeah. And there was this coffee shop. Um, it's like, it's kind of, I think it's like a rock and roll kind of one there or something yeah. like that. And we were like, oh, we got to go check this out. It looks really cool. So we got to walk in, and then, like, a group of people just turn around and stare at us. And we're like, <laughs> we're just here for the coffee. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, sorry, it's, like, it's church on yeah, Sundays. This co- church right now. Well, yeah, it, it gets converted to church on Sundays, which we did not realize. So we felt like just – and they're like, oh, you can stay and just have coffee. We're like, well, we got an eight-hour drive, so <laughs> – No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want coffee. Yeah. I want a $4 coffee, but But, yeah. Brad, uh – K, God, I don't even know how to say it. K A Y, no shit, no sorry. K A Y C A Y, K E S, says, Brad, you look like Clean Crawford. Garrett Ooh. said I should let you know. Who's this? Cakes. Like a person I look like, or Clean Crawford? Yeah, I don't know. You want me to get? You want to Google a picture yeah, of Clay, Clay Crawford? Probably, this is risky. Ooh, you gotta turn the thing so I can see who it is. I don't okay. Know. Well, then I gotta show everybody Brad, uh, Matt's kitchen. Well, oh, no, show my kitchen. There. All right, there, there, there you go. How, how about the stove? Don't know who that is. Like, no. Anyways, I think I should just uh, plug uh, Good Spirit Kombucha you because too. you're getting a nice shot of Good Spirit Kombucha. Video yeah, on the yeah. way, guys. Video on the way. Yeah, you're yeah. Oh, Okay, I All can right. see you kind of like. like he has crazier hair though, but that's uh, Clay Crawford. What's he in? Uh, I don't know. It just exists. You know, it's you know, it's kind of creepy. American actor. Uh, and this is not me too, my own horn, because I actually thought the guy looked like a bit of a creep. Oh, Lethal Weapon. Oh, really? Oh, I'm taking that one. Thanks, whoever said that. Um, Cillian Murphy. You guys know who that is? No, <sighs> I'm googling. I don't know anybody. Cillian, look at look this up. So when I had longerish hair. And no, no creepy mustache. He's a guy that played Scarecrow in Batman. He played. Uh, he's a peak. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's my doppelganger. He plays Thomas Shelby in yeah, yeah, yeah. Peaky uh, in the Peaky Blinders. If you guys haven't watched Peaky Blinders, guy, I was at the Ryder game the other day, or not the other day, last summer, and the guy was like, "Holy shit, you're uh, you're the Shelby guy." I don't know what he meant. Cause I've never seen the show, but. Uh, he's the next James Bond, so I'm gonna toot my own horn here and say, 
my doppelganger, celebrity doppelganger, has a whole lot more money than me, and fan base is is uh, gonna be James Bond. I don't know whatever happened to me, but crazy. Good on. Hmm. But I appreciate the compliment. Whoever said that. Nice. Oh, nice move there, Arthur. Good moves. Battery was dying. Yeah. All right. Should we uh, take this back to the map? Yeah. Wrap we it probably up? should take it back to the map. Uh, yeah. Get back on track. So have, you, have, you, have you listened to our podcast yet, Brad? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know that we uh, like to get off track, and we also call it the map because uh, we use that to get back on track. Yeah. That's, a, that's good. Yeah. That's how my life is based. Anyways. Off track. So... Brad, thank you yeah. for coming on the show. Thank Thanks you for, for sharing your entrepreneurial experiences. Thank you for telling us about Migration yeah. Unlimited. Thanks and for where can people find you? Let them know. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Migration Unlimited. Brad the Nomad. You can go to our website, migrationlimited.com. Uh, or talk to Matt and Arthur, and they'll, uh, they'll guide you towards me. Yeah, we'll point you Brad's way. I'll just tell you I don't know where he is, because that's pretty much the response every time. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be able to contact me, because I might be somewhere, but in terms of the business... That's where we're at. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. Thanks for everyone who tuned in to Instagram Live. Thank you to everyone who is listening to our podcast. And once again, we do this every Wednesday, Thursday is a release. So yeah. stay tuned for the next one. This has been Except season. when we have a special guest, it's, uh, we do it whenever the guest is in town, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, we're still going to release this on like Thursday. We're Some, ahead somehow. of schedule. Yeah, this is the first yeah, time in my life I've ever been ahead of schedule. schedule. Feels good. Yeah. Schedule. Do you say schedule or schedule? I say schedule. Schedule. I, I, I built my life to not have a we're schedule. All, we're so all I normal people, so. Schedule, schedule, <laughs> yeah. schedule. Schedule. Wow. I don't well, know. we're going to wrap this up. This is Matt and Brad. And, and this is Arthur right here. It is local DJ time. Two minutes. Yeah, not, not tonight. Two minutes after nine o'clock. How long was this uh, podcast? Oh, I got 42 minutes and 40 seconds in 42 counting. 42 minutes and 40 seconds. <sighs> 42. Uh, anyways. Anyways. 43 minutes. Yeah. I'm about to wrap it up. Uh, this is Arthur right here uh, on the Matt and Arthur podcast with a special guest tonight, Brad Clifford. See ya. Have a good one. So long. I'll see you in the next one. See you in the future. Yeet.